previously on the Brisket and Main podcast. I don't want them to forget what it's like, you know, to be in regular school. So every now and then I go in the rooms and I just knock the shit off their <laughs> desk so they know what a bully's like. We literally just want to spread. And again, we want to be the herpes of barbecue. And it was going to be like my coming out party. Like, fuck yeah. Well, not that coming out party, but you know, almost be all natural. Oh, we're going to start this barbecue business. And we were all gun ho. Um, shit. We only had about a thousand people on Instagram. I feel the juice. Like, uh. Yeah, it's going to be, the when you really start thinking about it, it's like, man, like, it would be really cool, like, like who would be, like, the next, like, you know, is it, you know, like, that, that would, you would have thought that. Cole's like, all right, let's get this fucking thing and then go hunt. All right, Cole, you ready? Cole, you ready to roll, bro? Rolling, 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 uh, rolling, 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 uh. This is usually the time we, we talk on the phone in the morning, so we just had to get that out of the way. This is, like, way too early. I cannot believe you got me up for this. Whatever, dude. All I right. like that we talked for an hour before we started recording. You got to pre-talk to talk. You got to get your mouth all warmed up and ready to go. Save that and drop. Nice and wide. Save that All righty. You ready? Let's do this motherfucking thing. Recording. There you go. What's going on, guys? Here we are for the episode two, season two for, of the uh, Brisket and Main podcast show. This is CJ. This is Joe Zavala. And once again, we got some random shit to talk about. Um Random, 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 random. First off, uh, the winner of the uh, McBride Supplies at All contest will be announced on Monday. No, no, no. Monday's the last day for them to um, register, and Tuesday we're going to do the spinning wheel thing or something like that. Oh, we're going to do the spinning wheel Tuesday? Spinning wheel Tuesday, and we're up to like 107, um, what are they called? Entries. Entries? Yeah. And we actually have like... Eight, nine people did the additional entry. Shout out um, to them. Uh, I frax with McBride. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm surprised we didn't have more than that. Like, it was literally, you can give us a picture of your worst thing or a picture of, like, your best thing. I, I, I don't know. Like, oh, I that, thought that was everybody's worst. <laughs> oh, shit. No, no, I'm not, no, I'm not being so. Well, I didn't look at all the pictures. I just, I saw the one where the guy had the brisket upside down. <laughs> and I was like, but I didn't know if that was, like, supposed to be a fail or, like, no, like thing? some people, some people. And that's fine. Fat up, fat down. It's I mean, there's no right <laughs> or wrong bro, way. Bro, some people like just know that, that we way. did criticize you. Uh, let's see. Let me look it up. Who that was? That's so messed up. That's uh, not messed up. See, uh, where's the upside down one? Uh, I thought I had it. He got sent to us in a, in a group text. Somebody was like, "Hey, man, does this one count?" I, I fracked with McBride. Let me click on that. Upside. Oh, well, then they were cutting it upside down. Yeah. The Lazy Taco 512. So the Lazy Taco 512, um, yeah. I, I, it looks good. No, it looks fine, but it was just upside down. And he may have meant to do that. I don't know. And, but nonetheless. But respect. Thanks for the extra entry. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing, man. I, got nothing. The, uh, I don't know where to go from there. But it was a sweet prize pack, though. So, like I said. I was surprised. Like I, I really I didn't think people – like. I got nervous. Drew was talking shit to us. He was like, oh, I had to go comment because I only saw like two people that enter. Like, He's fighting demons, though, man. He just, he wants to be loved. I know. And like, he always like, he doesn't even listen to the podcast, but he talks shit. Yeah. I, I don't get it. It's, it's, it's what he does. So we announced the winner on 1020, not, not 1019. So my apologies. But so. it's all good, man. Like, so um, I guess if you listen to this that m- on Monday, you still have that today to uh, register on it. Yeah, so um, so that's that, uh, and then the week of ten nineteen, which is next week, we are rolling out the monthly meat box. So your brother finished the. 
If, if look, here's the deal. If it goes in the podcast, it's got to be done. Well, I, I know we said this like three weeks ago, but your brother hasn't even finished the damn logo. Well, you better put some pressure on him then. So I think we kind of been going iterations on it. I think what we're going to do is two proteins. Um, it's going to be a monthly subscription. We're going to just uh, do it for two people. Like, so you'll get two things to be able to fit two people. And if you want to double it, you can double it. And r- instead of doing recipes for all the meat, we're going to do one cook with uh, me. And I guess Kristen's going to be used. I got to buy the equipment so we can cook it at the house. So people can like, uh, we could do a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. So it could be interacting and everything. So we'll do that once a month. You get a once a month cooking. Um, screw How to screw up the meat uh, with Joe. Screw up meat with Joe. No, 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 that sounds terrible. Oh, okay. But yeah, so, uh, and then, you know, as we go, we'll get some more flowing. You know, I'm talking to Mason right now uh, to get our red sauce uh, bottled. Um, so we're going to be able to start doing that. Green sauce is still iffy. Um, so maybe we'll throw some green sauce in some of the, or excuse me, some red sauce in some of these meat boxes. Uh, going to be talking to our spice guy to see if we can start doing our brisket rub and doing our pork rub um, to get those going. I, I think we'll be able to make it happen. Also, Mason got us some other people to talk to. Some of the people that uh, Meat Church use to uh, do their stuff. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so we'll see uh, how it goes. I guess we got to reach out to Jeb to get some new logos. I was actually going to ask you last night, but you fell asleep like at seven thirty. Um, I was tired. We, I need, I need kind of some direction for how to create the red sauce label. Um, uh, and then we got put by Paul Brown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like I said, next week the meat box rolls out. So, forty four farm, forty four farms meat, meat box, box presented by. Presented by Zavala's Barbecue. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure out the lingo when it when it drops. But um, so I am excited about that. I know we talked about it like three weeks ago. Yeah, and the crazy thing is kind like of dragging your feet. I thought like like not thought it was just really cool. Like the the people that were most excited were women. Like we had like fifteen women say, "Hell yeah!" I was like, "Whoa!" What is that? Uh, what's the other one that like they deliver groceries to your door and shit? I think uh, I think like every grocery store does that now. No, but I mean, there's like one like an online one where it's like. Kind of fancy one where they like give you groceries and like this like badass reusable sack. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I just don't know the name of it, but it's like it's it has a carrot on the logo. Yes, uh, uh, Instacart. Yes, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. that, but for barbecue. So it's like well, we're not doing barbecue; we're just doing well, like meats. Meat. So they meat. get to shut their husbands up. Like, hey, here's some beef. <laughs> oh shut the yeah, hell up. I don't know. I see. I see a lot of uh, women now cooking uh, tomahawk steaks. It's kind of cool. Um, cooking better than me. Like I'm like, damn. Like that's a perfect medium rare. And then they got that salt bay going on too. The beautiful flake salt. Like I don't think people realize like throwing some salt afterwards and not just like your kosher salt, but some good flake salt. Like invest in some good flake salt. You go to Central Market. I think you could probably get it on Amazon. The ones that you, as you're crushing and like breaks, and it's like big old chunks. Is there a right height to drop your salt from? Um, like you want to go at least shoulder height? Yeah, shoulder height because you want to be able to get, it's all about spreading it evenly. Not even evenly, but you, you don't want a concentrated spread. And you just do a couple of those breaks on it, and it just takes the steak to a whole different level. Man, you were for real when I was I was being sarcastic, but you were oh yeah no, no because I'm I, like and the other things like rush your steak like rush your steak for ten minutes fifteen minutes like don't just go right into it like I know you want to meet make these badass videos of oh my god look at all the juice coming out but you gotta bro, give it ten minutes of foreplay before you just <laughs> jump into the meat exactly <laughs> ten, <laughs> minutes, ten minutes before you get the meat okay so um, but we'll get, put all that uh, advice in the, the monthly meat box oh yeah well in the zoom call like are, are you going to come over while we do that not because we need some commentary like you're not going to come over and do the commentary of it uh i might throw some zingers in there man but i don't 
I mean, well, can you at least do it from your house? Like you drink a beer and like like talking shit or something. People want CJ. Like they want you your comic relief. Tell my wife that. <laughs> well, you had a conversation with your wife yesterday about her and myself. Like we get our feelings hurt by you. Oh, I thought this was something about being impotent. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so that's that. So we're excited about that. So, um, man, so this week I was uh, I was thumbing through Instagram while I was uh, on the toilet. And I noticed something that was kind of a almost like a somber mood across the board, man. And it kind of it kind of sucks to see because, like, you know, for the most part, I consider us very upbeat, right? Like, we never like to wear our heart in our sleeve in a sense of you know talk about things that we're sad about. We try to be upbeat. We try to be you know go with the flow and just like. When shit does get sound, you know, down and out, we don't like to talk about it. And then not to say it doesn't happen. It's just you don't. Well, shit. The hose of all bar- hose of all's barbecue. We're on playing like ZZ. Yeah, but uh, so I noticed that this week, man. And it kind of it sucked because it's like you know you hate seeing people that you know go through the day in day out struggles that you know obviously you're going through and stuff like that as far as running a restaurant. And it made me think. What was, and I know there was, there's got to be something that stands out. Did you ever, was there ever a time, I know there was, what was the time that you just wanted to, you were done with it, you were over it, you were fed up, and you just wanted to walk away? I think like uh, the first thing, there's a couple of times, actually there's a lot of times, but I think the one that like really comes to my mind because I laugh about it all the time is I think I was a year and a half into it, maybe a little over, and we had that huge storm come in. I borrowed Drew's uh, pop-up tent, and I was still you know making barbecue in the Oklahoma Joe. Smoke and mirrors. I was telling everybody we were sold out, but we were selling two briskets at a time yeah. with a pork butt. And um, there's a huge storm that rolled by like two or three o'clock in the morning. And uh, it was one of those storms where it was windy, real windy. And again, this was Drew's pop up tent. Um, and the tent just buckled in half because of the rain and like flew off. I was there in the middle of a cook, like halfway through in this Oklahoma Joe. And I just threw as much wood in there and prayed that it was going to cook. And then I was probably in the rain for about two hours. My feet were wet. And I was just like, this is fucking stupid. Why am I doing this? Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Like, I'm not making any money. I'm selling two briskets. CJ's about to come pick me up in six hours so I can go drive around and drop off a two pound minimum order. Like we were doing two, like looking back at it, we were driving through DFW and I was charging $5 delivery fee to go drop off two pounds of brisket yeah, that I was charging $18 a pound. Pre, this was pre Uber Eats too. This was pre Uber Eats too. And it was just the stupidest thing ever. And I remember um, later that day, you were like, hey, I was getting fucked up last night with some people. And that rain came through, and all I said was like, "Man, just dedicate to this stuff. Like, <laughs> this is like, this is badass. Like, you know what? I always thought he was full of shit, but this shows that he's passionate about this." And I told you, I looked at you in your eyes. I don't know if you remember this. That I almost fucking quit last night. <laughs> I said, "This is fucking stupid." I I remember that. Like, cause I, like you said, I uh, I was hanging out with some other friends and. It was like a, like it was it was a real bad storm, and I was like, I gotta give it to that motherfucker. Like I, this takes a lot of dedication, and you know a lot of a lot of want. I said because I, I wouldn't be doing it, 
you know, and it's just like I would, in a sense, I was like, I remember being, you know, just speaking highly of you. And I've only done it twice, but I remember <laughs> speaking highly of you and being like, man, I'm, I'm proud of that motherfucker, man. He's he set a goal and he's going to try to accomplish it. He's going to chase it to the very end. Little did I know that you were fucking looking like dumb and dumber trying to hold a tent down. But man, yeah, like looking at it, like I, w- I was, I was like, this is stupid. I was like, probably like by that time, I was probably like 15, 20 G's in already, bought the smokers, and I was like, ah, f- you know, fuck it, I was chalk it up as a loss and just roll out. Um, I kind of wish I would have done that. But you didn't, you know? And But, I mean, like, like you said, that you wanted to walk away at that time. But it wasn't just because of the storm. I mean, I'm sure everything had kind of built up. Like you said, everything yeah, was kind of... Yeah, I think during that time, I was selling more merch than barbecue, too. Um, it's just because, like, I, it was really hard to get motivated to just make two briskets. Um, like, I, cause like the new wear off, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I remember when, you know, when you started back in that January or whatever, or what, whatever... You know, it was like it was new. Yeah. So it was like you know, it was like man, this is exciting. This is you know, and, I, and it's funny because like I, I see people online that they talk about it and you know like want to do stuff and like and I'll you know it's just you can just see the excitement in their eyes, man. It's so pure and it's so genuine. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing when you have it until it wears off. Yeah. And and it, you know we we've seen you know we have we've seen people you know it, it wears off and it beats you down. Like it's beat us down, you know, a couple of times, like, like, you know, it kind of goes back to finding that juice. Um, I think we have that juice back. I think it's, uh, and it's weird cause it's that you can find it during a pandemic. Um, but I think having the freedom of knowing that you're willing to sell out and being open about it, be like, yeah, because we're all trying to survive right now. So it, you know, like I understand you get frustrated, but just keep on trying new things. Like at the worst case scenario, it doesn't work out, but it's okay. Like I'm, I tell everybody, and this is my biggest belief in life, and not just you know barbecue. Like fail, keep on failing. Like because one of them's gonna hit. Like something's got to hit. You yeah, know? yeah. That's like I think I said mentions before. I remember telling my daughter uh, a couple years back. I said, "Go out there and fail," you know. And she like kind of looked at me like I was stupid. She's like, "What? What do you mean go fail?" Like. And I'm like, look, you don't get this right now, kid, but at some point when you're older, you're going to realize that's what he was talking about. Because if you're afraid to fail, then you're not going to succeed. You're not even succeed, just not grow. It's Michael Jordan shit right there. It is Michael Jordan <laughs> shit. Like, it's not even really succeeding. It's just being able to grow from it and learn from it. Like, failing is learning. And I think I think failing has a bad stigmatism to it because people think, you know, oh, my God, I'm a failure. No. It means you were ballsy enough to test something out and it didn't work out, and you're going to learn from it. And I think that's what people need to do. And, and, you know, like you said, it was really sad, like, uh, seeing the gram and just all social media, like, people were down and out this week. And, you know, it goes, uh, you know, it goes in waves. You know, everybody was crunk, you know, uh, right after COVID hit because everybody was, like, rallying together and the community was rallying together. And then, you know, reality started sealing in with people's like, oh, shit, this isn't going anywhere. We, we're going to, like, us as families need to figure out how we're going to survive. And then, you know, restaurants figuring out how they're going to survive because, you know, they have to, you know, be able to provide for their families to, you know, the meat, the meat price is going up like crazy. And, like, I think, you know, one week we made, like, uh, <laughs> I think our brisket cost was, like, 85%. But, yeah. but we couldn't take brisket away because that's what people wanted. So, we you know, we had to make those sacrifices and figure out how, you know, how to do some other meats and stuff like that. So go, going back to uh, the day when the tent blew over, like you said, you wanted to walk. What 
what truly stopped you? Like, because obviously you had to step back from that moment. I'm not a quitter. I can't quit because if I quit, then like this sounds really stupid. I, 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 I've never told this story before, um, but I don't know. Everybody has their own motivations and how they do stuff. And for me, the one thing that I will never do is quit. Like um, I always like if when I think I'm about to quit, I literally call myself a fucking pussy or a bitch. I'm like, you got to step up. Which is so funny because we call you that all the time. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> but like literally like. Anytime I'm thinking I'm about to quit, that's what I tell myself. And I'm like, all right. And I shake it off and I go. And it all stems from the first time I played football for the Boys and Girls Club in Grand Prairie. I was eight years old. and um, Cue the, cue the uh, full house music. <laughs> no, no. Like, this, is really, this is really where I, I learned everything from. So Coach uh, Cauley, he was my offensive lineman coach. And, you know, uh, my dad. Um, my dad bought me some uh, – we, you know, play for Vikings who were purple and gold. Mm-hmm. So my dad bought me some badass fucking uh, cleats that were uh, black and gold. I was like, hell yeah. And I remember my dad gave me the cleats and like one of my friends quit football. So I want to quit football too. Like after like the first week, my dad said, okay, that's fine. You got If you want to quit, you got to go tell the coach you're going to quit and you'll get to keep these shoes. I'm like, but I want to keep the shoes. And <laughs> my dad was like, no, you don't get to keep the shoes. So go tell the coach you want to quit. No, I don't want to. I want the shoes. And my dad's like, no, let's go. So we go up to the coach, and like my dad's like, tell him. He's like, um, I was like, I don't want to play football anymore. He's like, well, why don't you want to play football anymore? He's like, because you know, my friend's not going to play anymore. I don't want to play anymore. He said, that's fine. He said, but you know, if you quit right now, quitting's just going to get easier every single time. Like the first time's the hardest. But after you do the first quit, the rest of your life, you're going to be able to quit. And I was eight years old, and I, I still – no, I'm getting chills right now because I still remember What's that like it was. <laughs> I still remember that like it was yesterday, and I still live like I'm that eight year old boy. Of if I quit right now, it's just going to be easier every single time, and then you're just going to not even know you're a quitter because you just say, "Ah, fuck it, I don't want to do it." Message. <laughs> but yeah, so like I was like, all right, I committed to do this barbecue thing, and I didn't really know that we were going to open up a restaurant. Actually, we're not a restaurant, a barbecue shack. Like, I never thought we were going to open up a barbecue shack. You know, I just wanted, like, you know, when we started, like, I just wanted to do pre-orders only. Mm-hmm. Brisket and beans. Brisket and beans only. Drew, Drew and CJ still give me shit. I literally just wanted to sell brisket and beans. And then, you know, you you pushed me to, you know, do the pop-up. Um, and then as we got, did the pop-up, we started empathizing to our customers of fuck like we need to find like a location that's gonna be permanent we can't be like oh my god maybe you show up or maybe maybe we're there or maybe we're not so we think we found the place and you know like they say like these first two years like <laughs> did, did i think the second year into it, we're gonna be as a brick and mortar we're gonna be in a pandemic no but like i tell everybody like if we can like if we can get through this there's no way it won't doesn't get better right like this is supposed to be the worst time of worst times like the country literally shut down for two months. You know, I just look back and think about all the strippers that were out of work for the salon. <laughs> I didn't even think <laughs> about that. That means we get them all cheap next year. Probably, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I wanted I, I wanted to quit. But but I, you didn't. And go back to that being that eight-year-old. And you know, there may come a time where Zavala's barbecue doesn't work out and we run out of money. 
Yeah, I mean, that's always a possibility. But, you know, the thing I joke about, but I'm serious about, is like, okay, this company goes under. All I need is a smoker. I can make some more meat. Like, it's like something like, it's something that is never going to go away. Yeah. Like, my fuck has got to eat. Yeah. And literally, give me any smoker. Give me an Oklahoma Jogan. Like, we'll we'll do it. Yeah. So, I guess if, if you can, if you could sum that up in one sentence as to what you learned from all that. So from, from, from wanting to quit, from why you didn't quit, your greatest takeaway from that, that situation. It's build a team because you can't do it by yourself or you will kill yourself. And that's something you taught me at the very beginning. And I laughed at you. You're like, Oh yeah. I remember I was like, Oh, I could do this. I want to do this on my own. You're like, you ain't gonna be able to do this on your own motherfucker. You remember that? Yeah. Like you told me that. You told me that from like literally like day one when I did this. Like, no, nah, man, this is gonna be me. You're like, nah, bro. <laughs> uh, and now, like, if I didn't have our team, and even you, hold on, bitch. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> Jk. Uh, like, if we didn't have like this, it's like it's like a family. Like every single piece, every single piece of the puzzle has to be in there for Zavala's barbecue to work. And literally everybody has a very specific thing they do, but they do it the very best. And, um, you know, yeah, these days suck and, you know, it's really sad to see. And I know you got to have more sales, you know, to be able to bring on people to help. And it's, it's a, it's, it's hard to figure out that, you know, that, that place where it may all make sense, but, just have a real good support system and a team around you. Cause if you're doing this by yourself, it's hard. Like, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you, I, I, I've heard of people doing it, but you're going to hate your life because this, this is, this, this is hard. I, I can see that. So I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> uh, man. And you know, we do, I'll say this. We do have the best social media in the game. I think and it's all run by you, CJ. Uh, for inquiries, reach out. Um, man, not to go on a somber subject. We'd like to get back on track. Uh, hey, but all those people that you know having some down and out times that you know out on social media, so it's all going to be good, guys. Like it is. Like there's only one place it can go is up. And if something's not working, try something else. Like we're we're still our Friday nights sucked with Taco Night. It was crunk, and now we're the year of the sellout, and we're doing something every day. Di- Every weekend or every Friday night, something different. And, and you know, we, we got a good response out of it. We're going to see how long it rides. Mm-hmm. So people get tired of, hey, why can't we get a burger today? And it's like, well, that's once a month. Yeah. So um, back to some more uh, uplifting news. You got our first guest next week, uh, like ever. I know you want to say the name, but I'm scared that they don't show up. Well, then shit happens. I mean, no, you're right. You're you, right. You re- we reached out like a month ago. We did. So, uh, Texas Monthly Barbecue editor Daniel Vaughn will be here uh, in the studio with us next week. Um, and I'm pumped. Yeah, like, I'm really cause, excited. Because, you know, this is going to be a little different. I know uh, he's been on a couple um, podcasts the last two weeks. And, uh, you know, most of them it's like, even all the podcasts that he's done is, you know, so how did you become the Texas Monthly editor? You know, how did you know from start to beginning? Now, nah, we, we want to get down and gritty. We want to ask him some some some. We're gonna, good peel, we're gonna peel the onion back a little bit. I hope uh, I hope I hope he opens up. Like, I I do too. We sent him over the questions. Uh, you know, he's approved them, so he knows what he's walking into. Yeah, and if he's ever listened to it, he knows. <sighs> I mean, he knows what he's walking into. So yeah. 
So um, you know, we're, we're gonna laugh. We're gonna cry. We're gonna make some dick jokes. So whoa, whoa, whoa. no, nah, we're not gonna cry. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna cry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it because I remember I used to be terrified of Daniel Vaughn. I was scared of him. Yes. Now I consider him a good friend. Like uh, you know, um, it, it. I'm excited. I, you know, I know there's like one question I'm really excited. Hopefully you're you're gonna ask about the brass beam. Yeah. Like that's the one I'm kind of really interested in. No, I mean it was cool. See, yeah. it was cool seeing my name in an article. It wasn't saying fucking you know a man eats two hundred hot dogs something like that. So I mean, <laughs> I was, you know, like I'm excited. Like I said, so yeah. Um, so that's next week. So he uh he will be in studio, and like I said, we'll uh ask some very interesting questions. Social um, distance, and we will social distance. So it'll be a sneeze. Actually, we can, hey Cole, can we get a sneeze some, guard? Ple- some plexiglass or some a sneeze guard or something for him? Got you. <laughs> it's not the budget, apparently. Um, so next week, our first ever guest. Yeah. So let's just make sure we don't talk about us and we like keep asking questions. I don't about think them. the us thing is a problem. It's you talk about your ass. So um, I love me some me. You do love you some you. Love me some me. So at least somebody does. Um. So now that we're getting ready to wrap up, you know what that means, right? Do we have a new sponsor this week? We do have a new sponsor. Um, Shut up. Is this two weeks in a this row? This is two weeks in a row. Um, Bancroft Realty LLC's own Mr. Cole Humphreys, which happens to be our, uh, our uh, what, are you, what the hell are you, EP? Just a dude. Just a dude. He was kind enough to uh, give us a gift card for forty seven ninety two. I don't know why it wasn't 50 so we'll, we'll match the rest of it. But um, Cole Humphrey specializes in selling homes in Grand Prairie and lakefront properties. So uh, if you need need a need a house in the Grand Prairie area, surrounding areas, reach out. What's that gift card too? You didn't say like to, well, for real estate. Gonna be, yeah, it's going to be a fifty dollars gift card for real estate. It's I, for I, the I, restaurant. Well, you didn't say that. People don't know. Well, it's going to be it'll be on the post. But yes, he was kind enough to donate a fifty dollars gift card to the restaurant. Why can we do like Cadillac or somebody else? <sighs> because he gave us forty seven ninety nine. You're not going to eat that much of Cadillac forty seven ninety nine. And stuff's good though. You it get is. bologna, a lot of bologna. Bologna. The bologna, L, the L, bologna. The, you need to pronounce the L. I think it's, it's I think it's, the L. I think it's like Wagyu too. Is it? Yeah. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um you get, man, that's a lot of sloppy wines you get at our place. That's, that is. That's that's uh, ten. Oh. I thought it was a hundred. That's a hundred? No, my bad. Like, no, I, you don't no, you're for real, bro. You thought your math is terrible right now. Oh shit. Um so this week's wild ass weekly news is presented by Cole Humphreys at Bancroft Realty, Realty LLC. Um, Detroit woman says she woke up and she woke up to a pastor peeing on her on a plane. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> How the hell is this guy a pastor? Um, that is a very good question. And we're like, how drunk was his pastor? Like, where were they coming from? So if you let me tell a story. Oh my bad. Um, this is out of Detroit. So, a well-known pastor from North Carolina is accused of relieving himself on a sleeping woman in the backseat of a Delta plane as she returned to Detroit from Las Vegas. Alicia time Beverly. Out, time out. This was in Spirit coming back from nah, Vegas. No, this was Delta, bro. So she, she, uh, it was she wasn't flying Spirit. You, you expect that shit on Spirit? <laughs> yeah, like that's uh, a Spirit story. Yeah, uh, Alicia Beverly just spent a great time in Vegas and could not wait to get home Monday night. They were on a red eye flight and pretty much everyone was asleep, including herself. <laughs> Lisa said she was curled up in the back seat next to her sister when suddenly she woke up to the feeling of being urinated on. 
Alicia stated. She said, it felt warm. Like on the side of me, I felt something <laughs> warm, she said. In her sleepy haze, right, right at eye level, she saw something very unexpected. I jumped up, and I seen his private area, and I screamed. <laughs> oh, no, no. And that woke everybody up. Alicia said, by the time I actually looked at him. Where I the hell was that? Where the hell was the, uh, I see him called? shaking himself off, and I'm like, this man just peed on me. I looked, and there was a puddle of pee in my seat. She screamed and got the attention of everyone on the plane, including an off-duty officer who rushed over and, and restra- uh, restrained the man, a well-known pastor in North Carolina. According to sources, the pastor had apparent reaction to a sleep aid. He didn't see anything anything the whole time he was standing there, Alicia said. Alicia said after... After being treated like a bathroom, she sat in those wet clothes for several hours before landing in Detroit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She sat in her own pee? In that guy's pee? Yes. The pastor was taken into custody and... and and hasn't been charged yet. The FBI Can- handles incidents in the air and will make the decision on charges. Alicia, naturally, is filled with anxiety. She said, I left work yesterday because I couldn't stay, and I had to tell them that I needed to leave. <laughs> it was a lot. My anxiety was really high, literally. <laughs> Since then, I've only gotten four hours of sleep, she said. She said she's grateful for the officer who took charge of the pasture and did something about it. The pasture's camp is yet to uh, make any comments on the story. So, Can you get COVID by pee? I don't know. Like That's um, the only thing I care about. Can I remove my sponsorship from that story? <laughs> <laughs> Like, can you get COVID for pee? I don't know. I don't like. That's the only thing I can think of. Like, I'm like, it's, did, can you get COVID? I don't. I don't know. I don't think he coughed on it. Maybe he coughed on it while he was peeing. Man, that must be some good sleep aid. I call it bullshit. Uh, yeah, I don't. That's some R. Kelly shit. Yes. <laughs> um, there's many comments I want to make about this whole situation, but I won't. But the moral of the story is, go to the bathroom. I guess what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas because he brought it back and what the hell was pasture? What the hell was the pasture doing in Vegas to begin with? I don't, bro. I don't know. Saving lives, exactly. One at a time, apparently. Um, I got nothing, dog. I can't. I, I, I got nothing. Did, did we stump you, bro? I just don't understand. Number one, how do you like not immediately wake up after the first drop of piss? Look, I'm gonna be very honest. I myself, and I know you have. And a close friend of ours. I've all heard stories about us waking up peeing in the middle of the night. So it happens. Yeah, but not standing up peeing on a person. A direction at them. Yeah, we know Jomi peed on the TV when he was like 18. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's this week's wild-ass weekly news sponsored by <laughs> Bancroft Realty. <laughs> Cole Humphreys, Realtor, LLC. Oh, shit. Um, oh, all right. So man, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, this is CJ. <laughs> this is Joe. See you next week. Peace. <laughs> wow. <laughs>